Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and all May long, if you're watching the video version of these podcasts or checking out the audio version, they are brought to you by our sponsors who helped us feed the front lines and bring lunches to healthcare workers on Nurses Day. Those include Frankenmuth Credit Union, Fifth Third Bank, Stanley Steamer, Northwoods Village, and Chelsea State Bank. On this episode, we are talking to Lin Chen Zhang. She is the Chief Operating Officer of Zhang Financial. And to tell you that this woman is special is the understatement of the year. I had an amazing time talking to her about all the incredible work that Zhang Financial is doing in Kalamazoo and beyond. So I hope you enjoy this episode because I had a blast talking to her. On the Michigan's Best Podcast today, we're talking to Zhang Financial. How are you today? Very good. How are you, Eric? I, I am amazing. I was saying before we started recording, I, I just love your energy. You're high energy and, and ready to do this thing, which I, I appreciate. And I also want to start this by saying thank you so much for Zhang Financial being a part of our Feeding the Front Lines. Uh, the 2,250 meals that we're providing, you are providing 400 of them, which is just incredible. And so I want to say thank you for that. And, and then I want to, um, I, I kind of want you to start telling people about what you guys do in Kalamazoo and then beyond, because the work that you're doing right now, let me, well, let me say two things. One, the work that you do in general to make sure that people understand the difference between, you know, what's going on in finances and more specifically how important being a fiduciary is. And we'll get to that stuff a little bit later on, but that love and passion and compassion for your community has obviously spilled out into this global pandemic. And so can you tell people a, like how long have you guys been in Kalamazoo and why Kalamazoo and those sorts of things? And then we'll kind of get into the amazing work that you're doing. Sure. Uh, we have been in Kalamazoo in Michigan since 1991. And uh, so, and this is what I consider a home. So I love the community and we love the people and we want to do whatever uh, we can to help because we won't be where we are today without the support of this community. Our, our company is Michigan based. So um, that says pretty much how important this community is to us. Um, we are a wealth uh, fee only wealth management company. That means we, don't take the kickbacks. We don't take uh, commissions. Our 100% uh, of our income is from our uh, clients paid us. So sure. that's called the fee. Sure. Right? Yep. And so that's what we do. And uh, so for this, this pandemic, of course, is, is totally unexpected to anyone. So that changes what, what we do as well. Um, we are, before this pandemic happens, of course, we are very much faced wearing the personal, you know, person business, you know, wealth management business. So it's very much face-to-face -face meetings. So when this happens now, it's um, we always have a very robust business continuity plan. We review actually on annual basis and pretty much say if anything happens, if we cannot see people face to face, what do we do? So of course, I think to everyone's surprise is. <laughs> We think it will be a couple of days, you know, it's say, oh, let's say if right. there's a, <laughs> right. <laughs> so we, we always think that that's going to be several days. No one expects it's going to be that long, but still the principle holds. So our, um, 
business operation is pretty much to um, work from home and we talk with clients through like we, you and I talk right sure. now, Zoom calls, and we have actually successfully held quite a few uh, Zoom conferences, Zoom, uh, not not just to one client, the Zoom client events. Awesome. Talk about the market. Yeah, and, and it, it, the feedback is being phenomenal. You know, people love it. So um, it's been very successful. And now going back to what we want to uh, to do for the community during this pandemic, uh, event. Of course, we want to help. And um, in my mind, we are in a war, in a war dealing with this vicious virus. I heard the size of it. It's one and one hundredths of a hair, but it's for sure. That's why it's so vicious, because you really can't see it. Sure. Uh, so that's why we want to do everything we can to support our soldiers. By soldiers, I mean our front line, yeah. doctors, nurses, all the staffs and the, the essential workers who are there to help uh, to support our community during this difficult time. And you guys have made, and that's an, an understatement, you guys have made some incredible donations uh, throughout this entire thing that, I, I mean, I can't, even, I can't even begin to thank you. And I know you're thanking the frontline workers and making it so that they can do it. But specific to the, the donation you made for the, the PPEs, that, that goes one step further, right? You guys donated a large sum of money to make sure that people had them. But then you, Lynn, the woman I'm talking to right now, you're sourcing this stuff, you know, and like that's yeah. I, that's the part that I, I, I want to make sure people understand when they listen to this episode is you care so much about this community and how to fight this thing. You're sourcing where to get this thing that we are short of. And so what how did that all come about and what is that process for you? So, yeah, well, let me let me just tell you, Eric, I know more about PPE and different kinds of masks than I ever want to. <laughs> so, you know, I'm a finance people, right? My right. husband and I, my husband and I, you know, our background, we're not like some financial advisors who used to say, who will say, you know, I used to to be a salesman or still to be an engineer. We, since the moment we start our career, this is what we do. We do we do finance, we do wealth management. This is, has been our entire career. So uh, besides that, we don't know anything about those medical PPE stuff. Um, so it all started when, because um, we want to help. So I picked the phone and I called, I don't know whether you know or not, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trustee. Um, actually, I'm a, I'm a vice president for the trustee board for Western. And I have uh, served, um, I have a long-term relationship with Western, uh, served on their foundation board and everything for a long, long time. Because this is where I got my first master's degree from. Um, so I called uh, the Western Michigan University, uh, a woman, a lady, a great lady. And she's in the um, WMU math school. Uh, in the communications, Laura. And I said, Laura, I want to do something to help the community. And now uh, you guys have connections with both Bronson and the Gorgeous. So tell me what do you need? I said, I would be more willing to, to write a check to you. But sure. if that's what you need, I would be more than glad to do so. So she hooked me up with Michelle, 
who is a DVP in charge of the clinic in at Western. So Michelle said, our problem is not money. That's what she told me, literally she told me. She said, of course, money is always welcome, but we are, we are such a smaller, uh, skilled hospitals and communities in compared with those giant hospitals in East, for instance. Sure. So our purchasing power is so little, so people are literally ignoring us. All their vendors have been, have been telling them that the stuff is backordered, all the PPEs are backordered and have no idea when it would be, it would be back in order. So she said, we just don't have any PPEs. So we're in urgent need for that. So I said, okay, well, let me think about it. So I'm quickly going through in my head, in my brain Lolodex. <laughs> who, who, <I> know. <laughs> who can I call right now? Who can I call right now that would have uh, some help in there? And I thought about a friend of mine who, interestingly, I knew her through my volunteer work with my son's high school. My, uh, one of my boys attended, graduated from uh, Phillips Exeter Academy. It's a boarding school in East. So she is the, uh, the mom of a student who I knew during doing some fundraising work. I was doing some fundraising work for the school and I get to know her and we clicked. So we became very good friends. And I knew that she owns a medical supply company in Shanghai. So I'm thinking, well, maybe she would know somebody. So I connected with her and tell her about situation. She said, you know what? My company does not make PPEs, but yes, I will be more than willing to help because we're saving lives together. So it's all starting from there. Then she and I, we talked and, you know, remember the timing difference. Sure. It's, right. yes. it's a flip. Yes. It's a flip. You know, whatever it's daytime, it's my night time. So I stayed up until like three o'clock. I mean, very often during that period of time to sourcing, to work with her, sourcing the supplies. And then the logistics is just a nightmare. Because there are, as you can imagine, there are so many countries going during that time yep. went to China, tried to get the supplies. So the logistics was just a nightmare. But um, I think our work paid off. Everything else arrived, including tons of the uh, the masks, the uh, the the Dupont, the Tayac, I don't even know how to call it, Tayac yep. suits, yep. and the surgical, um, all the, uh, the medical masks. Um, but it's not the end because I am still working <laughs> on 3,000 pieces of uh, three, let me give you a very, uh, very technical term. It's 3M N95, 1860. Because that's the because that, <laughs> that's what they need. Right? Now, now you see my deep knowledge yes. of, of the mess. Because this is the actually the uh, uh, the ICU grade uh, masks, and uh, right before one day, literally one day before our shipment came out, China came out with the regulation restricted to get to let this supply get out of China. 
So there's some work that we're doing, but fingers crossed, I think we jumped over some hurdles and hopefully we will see it in the next few days. The work you're, yeah, the work you're doing is just, is literally incredible, you know, because like, and I, I told you this yesterday when we were prepping for today, like it's cutting it to your point, cutting a check is amazing, right? But you have taken it yeah. seven steps bigger to make sure that these things get where they need to go. And, and I, on behalf of West Michigan, all of Michigan, right? I, you know, I want to take this opportunity to thank you and your husband. And, and I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to speak to you about how we should be thinking about finances in this. Because to your point, the virus, the tiny, smaller than a hair like virus is only half of the problem. I've been saying, yeah. you know, I've been yeah. saying the, the the way to think about this is two trains on a single track and they're going to run into each other until one of, unless one of them blinks, right? The, the one being the economy, the other one being the disease itself. And so, yeah. um, you know, you've been very humble on this call, so I will do some of the bragging on your behalf. But like your husband, Charles, has been named one of the best in Michigan for nearly a decade, right? So the work that you yeah, guys do yeah. in the space is incredible. And so if we're, you know, if somebody's listening to this and they have a 401k or they have a Roth IRA or they're thinking of investing or they're wondering what to do with their money right now, because you still, even eight weeks into this, are hearing people that are like, I'm going to take it out of the bank and I'm going to put it in my pillow, right? That's it's going to be safe, <laughs> there, right? Yeah. Um, you know, what, like some super high level, but like what what's some advice you can give us to navigate through when when 2008 recession has a baby with the Great Depression, which it was what it feels like right now. Uh, yes, it's you definitely see the see the fears. You know, it's it's I I, I always the um, one thing I have to tell clients. I said, okay, if you have gone through the uh, the market like for this recent maybe one once, then it's like the Six Flags roller coaster. <laughs> yes, that yes, will, yes, Right, so that, that would make all those, uh, if you're looking back, that would make all those 200 points up and downs look like a demo rides. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, just not, not, not thrilling. So the, the number one thing, see, what we deal with, I think that that's one of the, uh, the reasons that keep us have such a, uh, uh, very high client retention ratios and very uh, high rankings. Like is we, you don't as, as financial advisors, as well as managers, you never uh, over promise clients. You show them the bright side and the, the ugly side of investing. And one number one thing that we spend a lot of time uh, with clients is to educating them about the risk level. And so for every for everybody out there who wants to invest, the number one thing before you think about the tap, putting your toes into the water, touch, is to think about what is, to ask yourself, I mean, honestly, what is my risk level? Now, when I talk about risk level, I'm ta not talking about, can you handle you make 20% in a year or you make a 30%? No, the risk level is what are you going to react when the market is like today. So this, you need to answer, ask yourself this question and answer it honestly, because I cannot emphasize to you enough, Eric, the price of you trying to time it, you trying to go in and out. And I think the, in the people's mind always, sometimes they, they tell themselves say, okay, well, 
I'm going to take it out right now because it's just too risky. But I'm going to put it in when I see the trend starting moving up. The market has a trend of starting moving up. Um, I remember I shared, I shared with you some data about from 1999 to 2019, okay? Uh, average, I'm talking about SP500. Sure. Okay, average annual return during that period is about 9.96%. Now that is not a bad return. That is a very actually impressively good return during that period. However, if you would have missed during that entire period of time, you would have missed 25 best performing single days, 25 days during that entire period. You know how much your return will, will drop to? How? Uh, half of it will be dropped to about 4.99%. Wow. Compared with 9.96%. Now, again, you're just missing out. You just happen to not in the market for 25, this best, best days. So we always tell clients, say, if you want to time in the market, you need to make sure you're right on two fronts. One is your time to get out, and the other is the time to get in. Now, let's say you do that at once, and you say, oh, I can do it. <laughs> and that's dangerous because you do it. You do a couple more times, you're going to lose. And then you, your, your assets will be gone. I mean, this is one thing, not like you say, well, I'm going to go to Las Vegas and I'm going to set myself with $10,000 and I'm just going to play it to see how that lasts. This is your lifetime savings. Mm -hmm. So this is not mm -hmm. for you to play along with. And, you know, so I know everyone at this time will look at and say, this is different. This is a crisis bigger than life. You know, well, we have had many crises in the history. So nobody can tell you what the future is going to hold. However, during this time, it's always very valuable. You're looking back at the what history tells us. And I remember also sharing with you that there's only five times since 1926 that the market has dropped down more than 30%. Uh, and I think I, in my, uh, during my career as the, uh, the financial, financial advisor, I was very lucky to experience three of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and including this one. So if you look at all the ones that have happened in the past, if the market have a 20% down, then in the next year, the average, it's up 14%. Wow. You just have to stay there. Yep. But with that being said, I'm not saying you don't look at your mark, you don't look at your portfolio and you sit down there doing nothing. No, right now is the time you should do rebalance because your your portfolio should be should be out of balance by now. You should be do, doing some rebalance and it will be a perfect time to do some um, loss harvesting. That's what our firm has been busy helping clients to do. But right now is not the time, say, you have been aggressive. You said, I'm going to go drop all the way down to conservative. This is not the time to do that.
Sound advice, Lynn. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, if people want to reach out to you, because maybe, you know, maybe when you say, say things like lost harvesting, they don't necessarily understand the concept, or maybe they just, their understanding of the market is I donate money to my 401k and then eventually I'll look at it and something will happen, right? I will get money. I don't know what, right? Like they, they just don't understand. You know, what's the best way to reach out to you guys if they, you know, want to pick your brain a little uh. bit? Check out, check out our website. It's www.zenfinancialzhangfinancial.com. Uh, and uh, we would love to, uh, we would love to talk with you. And, and remember, uh, when I say the market will come back, it's, it's different. Uh, really depends on if you have a very well positioned, diversified, uh, with the great asset location, uh, with time, you, the market, your portfolio will come back. But if your uh, portfolio doesn't have good stuff in there to start with, then it, I can't say the same. Yes. So it is very important. You have the good, you, you need to have the good, the right allocation and the right products in your allocation to start with. Lynn, uh, again, thank you so much for what you're doing for the community. It is, it is beautifully brilliant work and you are helping a ton of people. And I want to say once again, thank you. I hope you guys are healthy and safe, I should say, um, and have an amazing, amazing weekend. Thank you, Eric. And again, I want to thank all the frontline workers and I want to thank the community. And it takes a community to beat this virus. And we all have been doing a great job. So thank you so much, Eric. Thanks for what you do. Hey, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. As I said all May long, these podcasts are brought to you by our sponsors, which include Zhang Financial, Henry A. Fox Sales, University of Michigan Credit Union, Garrett's Appliance, Muskegon Surgical Associates, and Chemical Bank, a division of TCF National Bank. Huge thank you to them. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. We'll talk again soon.